Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. It's like spatters on all over your clothing, on, on the floor. You can't tell whose blood is whose. There's trails of blood from where Nestor ran out. Reminded that we are not necessarily the most powerful creatures in all of uh, creation. <laughs> that, that is certainly true. Can we check out the paintings? Absolutely. Baron wants to see if those three indentations match up to the tripod that we found earlier. The guy's going to have to spend some time in here, I believe. Life finds a way. Life? <laughs> That's very poignant, Skid. I made that up. I just came up with yeah, it. No, it's not from anything at all. Yeah. And then set up camp there. And then do a watch where we keep an eye on the room with the paintings. I think that the number one priority at all times should be the preservation of my life. <laughs> everyone here. Do you want, you want Della just to go invisible and scout up ahead alone? Yeah. And you realize that this is some sort of compass. We can either go take the way that goes back the way we came or deeper into the cave. Back from deeper. whence you came or deeper. Died that was another cave giant. <laughs> oh, your guy. Roll for initiative. <laughs> the adventure continues now. Hello, my lords and ladies. It's your nerdy Uncle Skid here to welcome you to episode 110 of the Glass Cannon Podcast. Uh, you know, uh, we've talked about it. We've got uh, a lot of uh, fan get-togethers, spontaneous fan get-togethers going on around the country this month. Uh, they well, looks like everybody had fun at the uh, Lexington, Kentucky get-together uh, this past weekend. Pictures were great. And we've got three more events coming up on the 15th. Uh, in uh, Boston, Greens- Greensboro, North Carolina, and Portland, Oregon. And then we got another one coming up in Hawaii uh, on the 29th at the end of the month. Uh, if you're anywhere near those, please show up because it looks like everybody's having a good time gaming and uh, and hanging out, um, making friends and doing trivia, all kinds of other stuff, winning prizes. So uh, if you can make it, that's great. Uh, if you're going, take pictures and send them to us. Let us see. Uh, so yeah, so happy that you guys are doing that. It just looks like it's just, it warms our hearts to see everybody getting together like that. So thank you for that. And thank you for the organizers, uh, putting it together. Uh, Natalie Kirchner, uh, chief and foremost, uh, you guys are doing a great job. Uh, but all that aside, let's jump right into episode 110. Don't worry, be mappy. I honestly thought that the return of my neon green D20 was going to be the big story of last week's episode. But it turned out to be the near TPK of this crazy powerful party. And it just goes to show yet again, magical things F you guys up. That's true. Mm -hmm. Bad. Now, it certainly didn't help to have your arguably major main damage dealer be taken out immediately. But, uh, whoo! I was nervous. We said this before, like, oh, I was nervous, I was nervous. But I, I mean, I was legitimately nervous. I'm sure you guys were. Yep. It was a humdinger. I was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I was witnessing my hit point count go down and down and down. And I was pretty sure I was dead. 2d6 bleed? Yeah. You don't realize how much 
how bad that can be. Yeah, yeah maybe it'll be two points of damage. But it could be 12. I mean, Lexington got 11 bleed, like, at least two or three times, I think. <sighs> Some of you only stayed uh, conscious because I happened to roll a couple of threes and fours on that. It's just amazing to see how, uh, how that all turned out. But you were able to find a way. Find a way with what, you know, little strength you had left with Umlo unconscious and Nestor unconscious. Della Life. on the verge of unconsciousness. Life finds a way. Life. That's very poignant, Skid. I made that up. I just came up yeah, with no it. It's not from anything at all. Yeah, not Troy, Skid just made that up. Yeah. That's really good, Skid. Thank you can put you. that on a t-shirt. I'm thinking of putting it in a movie about something. You know. should get a really good actor to deliver that line. That would be great. Yeah. Someone like, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just spitballing here, but like Jeff Goldblum or somebody? Uh, no. Sam Neill? No. No? None of them? I like most of Goldblum's work. What about Laura work? Dern? No, she yeah, her. Yeah, actually, yeah. All right. How about <laughs> David Attenborough's brother? Ooh, <laughs> Richard. R- Richard. Um, <laughs> let me just go around the room here, and I want to know what everybody's hit points are at. I'm going to start with the characters that are currently unconscious, of which there are two. Uh, Umlo. Umlo. What's Umlo at for HP? Umlo's at negative five. Oh. <laughs> And he was one more bleed away were it not for uh, Sir Will's amazing two points of healing Ugh. that he gave him. Well, I had been holding that potion for a while, so I guess it just went bad. <laughs> it soured. It soured. Uh, and what about Nestor, the near-dead Nestor? No, he's also, I'm also at a negative five, coincidentally. Wow. wow. Just a couple of negative fivers. Uh, now, I believe Baron and Sir Will are in the best shape. What, what are they at? Uh, Sir Will is at 57. 50, oh, okay. 39 for Bear. I knew I should have attacked you guys more. And what about Lexington, though? Lexington's beat up. Lexington, 29. 29? Wow. How, many, how much HP does Lexington have? This doesn't seem fair. <laughs> He's more than Della. Uh, he has 84 what hit points. Means? He has more HP than Della. <laughs> wow, that is one magical wolf. And a lot of this came <laughs> from that feat that you took. You invested the feat. Yeah, my, my ninth level feat. Yeah. In Lexington. Horse master. Uh, it's a wolf, up, right? It's wolf master. It's a, it's a wolf. Beast master. They should have called it. Yeah, yeah. beast master. Uh, and Della, what are you at? Ten. Ten. <sighs> so close. She took a lot of big hits there. Yeah. Early on too. What's your total HP? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Wow. All right. So before you guys came, I told you to do up your healing and whatnot. So you, you've done that. How many wand charges do you have left? We have one wand charge left. <laughs> I used all my all my infernal healing, all of my cure light wow. wounds. Well, to be clear, that that's we just told our old hit points. Yeah, and we, we used right, a bunch right. of wands, and we're all at different hit points now. But well, uh, I'm sorry, Will is not. Will stole 57. He didn't get any healing because he was the highest at that point. Wow. You're still the highest. Uh, yeah, I'm still the highest, and that's half of my. So hit you guys points. burned all the wand, drank all your. Are there any potions left? I do have or? a. I do have a couple potions. I have a cure medium. I drank my last medium. Yeah, I used my last one on, on low. I just like the idea of Nestor like going down that hallway, <clears throat> pulls out his potion and just collapses yeah, on the yeah. ground from the like, bleed. The yeah, bleed damage. Yeah. They'll actually will take. We'll drink one of those potions. Um, hey, nice seven. All right, so if if you imagine this gruesome scene, uh, almost everyone suffered bleed damage. So there's just blood everywhere. You've done your magical healing, so the wounds have started to heal up, but there's just blood everywhere. Um. Besides the healing, what what do you guys want to do here? Before all of this hell broke loose, Nestor and Umlo were starting to wipe away at the floor because they saw these like lines crisscrossing and whatnot, and then you were obviously interrupted. What do you guys want to do? Well, I mean, there's a lot to investigate in this room. Um I'm interested in the bisecting lines on the floor, seeing if we can figure out what that is from or for, and the painting of Rosag. Are the paintings gone? No, the paintings that came off the wall were the paintings of the animals. Ah, okay. And the ones that went underneath us were the... Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So the animals themselves became three-dimensional, and then the paintings moved as well. Are we still at danger of fascination from the paintings that remain? No, no, no. Those those you have destroyed all of the dangerous paintings. Oh, those those are the ones that have got us. But yeah, the paintings of the four locations that you you read the runes. I believe two two episodes ago, you guys at the end of the episode read the runes to realize that one was tied to Adoromi, one was tied to Jograthir, 
One was tied to Mimrith, and one was tied to Rozak. Am I wrong? Did you not read those things? Did I just give it away? Because <laughs> uh, if I didn't, anyone who speaks giant can recognize those runes above each one to say such things. Yeah. And process of elimination. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, just as far as playing out what happened uh, in the immediate aftermath, um, once Nestor's brought back to consciousness... Um, Before Nestor is brought back to consciousness, Della is going to pluck a couple hairs off of his head. His cr- closely cropped oh, head. What? Really? Okay. Yeah. You creep. <laughs> Ow! He's, he's, he's unconscious. Will, and dying. It wakes him up. <laughs> Heals him. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, so you took his hair. All right, I don't know what you're doing with that. It's really weird. Um, so when Nestor does get uh, regain consciousness, uh, uh, he says, I thought I was done for him. Was that you? Who was it? Who was it saved me? Who brought me back? I was done for. It was a little bit of teamwork from uh, Sheriff Ashpeak and little Deputy Della. Well, Mr. Lawman, I knew I could count on you. You're a man of uh, man of honor and order, and I I respect that, and I thank you. And you, I knew you can let me go. Not that easy. He smiles. Thought about <laughs> and it. He says, and then he like stops. He's like, "Wait, me? He's I'm low. He's I'm low. All right. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Sorry, fine. I forgot. I'm I'm low. <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I, t- I took a bit of a spill, Nesta, but I'm all right now. Thanks for your concern. No, just I'm, yeah. No, I don't, I don't. I thought you would. You were in a rough situation. I'm sorry I ran. I just wanted to make sure that you, you were all right. Where were you running, by the way? Just trying to get out of harm's way. Meet the rest of us uh, in harm's way? No, it's going to help. See, look. Now, I'll demonstrate this. See, this this here around on my back is called a bow. And you put these <laughs> things and there's arrows in them. And the thing about them is they can... They can they can deal damage from quite a long way away, and so that was what I was trying to establish: is some distance between uh, me and what was you fighting you. Right, right, Unfortunately, right. Unfortunately, and you may have been privy to this. I don't I don't want to reiterate anything, <laughs> but I was bleeding to death. <laughs> so I was trying to get in a position where I could not only help you by shooting at these things that were trying to kill you, but also drink some of this potion that I drank already. So what you're telling me is by bleeding to death, you can let your arrows travel around corners and into different rooms. No, no, no. no right? That's, see, what that's what I'm hearing. Well, you could see me, right? Just a wee bit. You sw- well, you did. You spotted me. So I was there. I was just trying to get this. See, now there's a thing called cover. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you try to get just a little bit of something solid between you and the thing you're fighting, and it, it helps you to stay alive a little bit better. Now, it's not, it's not, it doesn't work as well if you're bleeding to death, which is what was, as I said, what was happening to me. So, I don't want to go through uh, combat 101, but uh, <laughs> it just you seem a bit confused. So, I just wanted to lay it, lay it out a little bit. Della, this sounds to me like sarcasm. <sighs> sounds to me like mansplaining. <laughs> Oh, well, let me explain. And you're welcome for the de- demon's blood. I can tell you all about mansplaining, if you give me a moment. <laughs> oh, no, and thank you for the, uh, yes, thank you for the demon's blood. I think I don't know, the rest of you are mad. I mean, it's lovely stuff. Oh, no, Sir Will starts twitching. <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, son. And, I, and I'm, uh, he's still, we're all still just, we've got... Covered in blood. Yeah, covered in blood, and like, it's like... The spatters uh, on all over your clothing, on, on the floor. You can't tell whose blood is whose. There's trails of blood from where Nestor ran out, from you guys moving around, you're leaving this behind you. I mean, uh, everyone except Sir Will and Baron, I think, experienced bleed damage, and even Sir Will got it towards the end. But, but now, you're, you're starting to come to, you're, you're chatting with each other, razzing each other a little bit, and you see that what Nestor and Umlo were starting to move away is revealing some sort of geometric pattern on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, so what do you mean what they were starting to move away? It's just like dust on the floor? Silt and dust, silt? Okay. yeah. Um, sediment deposits and whatnot. So if you continue clearing that away... Yeah, I'll definitely do that. You see a huge geometric carving that spans almost the entire floor consisting of eight long lines radiating outward from a central point. 
And the central point itself is bracketed by three indentations in the floor. Four of the lines point toward the four murals on the wall and are each divided into equal segments by small, regularly spaced, carved notches. Hmm. So I've drawn this here for you to see it. Eight lines, four of them paint point towards the paintings and each of them have little tiny lines hmm. equally spaced leading to it That's and then in the middle are three indentations on the floor uh, Baron wants to see if those three indentations match up to the tripod that we found earlier and Baron gets a bottle oh yeah, yeah. alright uh, they sure do. So if you take that tripod that you found in the previous room 19 episodes ago. It feels like it. Two. Uh, it fits in perfectly. Nothing happens. But you even, I believe when you found it, you realized that this was part of something else. So mm-hmm. you've put this piece into place. And there's nice. well done. There's no reaction from the hammer with the carving on it that was found with the tripod. It doesn't glow or gain any new power. No, as far as you can tell, that hammer was just to artisan sculpt. tool. Yeah, artisan tools. Okay, but if you want to get into sculpting, did you say? Did you say there were notches thing. on the walls as well? Not on the walls. No, just on the lines leading up to each of the paintings. Um, no, there's a a ring on top of the tripod, like a brass ring. Is that right? Yeah, it's uh, it's. Let me just make sure I get this correct. Three-legged bronze tripod whose top consists of a bronze ring bronze. bisected by a worn bronze rod. Hmm. Hmm. So you figured out something here. You, you see that somehow this is connected. What's going through your heads? I'm think. Oh, go ahead, Joe. No. I'm thinking about... Um, Trying to does the top of it move? Like, can because we could like line it up to these different marks somehow. Like, I'm thinking about like an Uncharted game where like you move the light behind the constellation and right, it right. shines where the treasure is. No, it, it feels like you've got one more piece of this puzzle, but you're missing another piece. And did those or two? Did or those? Three. Did those rocks that we saw in the other room that had runes on them were they corresponding to the runes in here? Would it be even be worth thinking about moving any of those in here? Probably uh, not. I mean, the only thing you know about the runes is that the runes were numbers in the other room. Each rock corresponded to a number. That's all you know. Yeah, I was going to see about moving those in here. I just... Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But there's a ton of them, right? There's more than ten. Yeah, and having been hit in the face by one, Baron, you know they're not super light, like moving all of those in here. So it might be a day's work. But... Can we check out the paintings? Absolutely. What do you want to? What do you want to look at? Uh, Dell's going to go up to the Mimrith one. What's your craft painting skill? I mean, plus zero. <laughs> okay, we'll do knowledge history. <laughs> uh, I only have that untrained, so let's see what happens. Okay. If anybody has it as a regular skill, you can uh, either aid or roll your own check. Nope. Natural nope. three. Anybody have knowledge hist? Pem- Pembroke does. No, I don't. Did you hear that? Sir Will. <laughs> no, I have knowledge relige. This yeah. is a religious thing, LaValle. I, I hear you. I hear you. But the book says knowledge history. <laughs> and I don't think for myself. So, <laughs> Would a dungeoneering check help us figure out what's missing from this setup? Or is, perhaps we should just explore more and see something that seems like it would fit on it. But Yeah, um... Who has a uh, linguistics? Della does. All right, go ahead and roll linguistics. I'll roll to aid. Okay. Donate. Jesus, man. Uh, (laughs) Thirteen. You guys are going to have to spend some time in here, I believe. Uh, I mean, can you take 20 on a linguistics check? Nope. (laughs) Nope. 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 Oh, you should. Yeah, that's how translation actually works. Yeah, if you're actually studying something. It's like how the Rosetta Stone happened. Uh, you can... Uh, all right, so, Del, if you're just standing there and looking at the paintings without knowing your history or without having any painting experience in your uh, background, you are more of a dancer. More of a dancer. That has been established. Um, it, it, the paintings themselves look ancient, 
but you do see that there has been some recent touch-up work to them as well. Interesting. Sigourney Weaver from Ghostbusters 2 has been retouching these paintings. It's possible, Grant. Can I detect magic on the paintings? Sure. I detect magic on the paintings. You do not detect any magic. You just see these archaic giant runes that read Adoromi, the Priestess of Crystals, Jogrithir, the Hunter, Mimrith, the Maker, and Rosag, Preserver of the Forge. So the ones that we recognize, especially like Jogrithir in particular, what is the mural or painting of? It is of the cave? Of the cave, but from a different time. Like when you went But is it just like inside the cave, or is it like seeing the cave from a distance, like where it is located in the mountains? Um, What's the actual picture? Yeah, what is the actual image we're looking at? uh, You... You know where you were standing in Big Willie style when you were like, come and get me, come yeah, and yeah. get me, Bat? It would be like a bird's eye view from there. Okay, so it is cave. above. Yeah, so yeah. you see a little bit of the outside, but you see the cave inside, and it looks different. It looks like probably what it looked like during Jograthir's time when he was alive. I mean, it's still a cave. It wasn't. It's not the Ritz, but it looks, you know, you, you saw something that was more worn by time, something that had been turned into a Drake cave. Right. Um, so I want to see what it looks like, what the mural looks like on uh, on Rosag, Preserver of the Forge's painting. Like, is it uh, mountains? Is it with some sort of location? The, I mean, what does the location look like? The one uh, that's connected to Rosag, you said? Yeah, yeah. Um, it is a large stone temple in the middle of a lake. Ooh. I have a feeling that whatever is going to complete this tripod is going to give us the full information about where these things are. The locations. And I think it's it's got to be further into the dungeon, probably. Dungeon. Mm-hmm. One would think. It's like it's like the map to uh, to Earth, Battlestar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Arrow of Athena. Yeah. The one yeah. that's uh, connected to Adoromi's chapel just looks like a small chapel overlooking a canyon. A much nicer version of the dilapidated chapel that you came upon. Because remember it had holes in the ceiling and mm-hmm. it was like rock that had fallen or stone that had fallen down and then the the last one connected to Mimrith the Maker is a stone temple in a swamp hmm. that's okay did we pass this one? I don't remember a swamp so they were both stone temples but in different locations one in the middle of a lake so there's one in a lake and there's one, one in a swamp and is there any do we have any other context clues as to which one would have the clay and which one would have the prayer Mimrith would be the clay. Yeah. Out of room, or, um, Rosag. Rosag is the prayer. At least that's what Atena told you. And Rosag is a lake? Yeah. Yes. Um, and they I beautiful. Do... They look beautiful, but also you see that Adoromi's chapel looks beautiful as well, and you know what that actually looked like when you went there. It was worn. Right. Time. Remember the, the brambles in the church itself were like you couldn't even walk across it. It was all difficult terrain. Um so this is from a long time ago. So there's no depiction of a giant man-eating Venus flytrap. No, not, not at all. <laughs> not Interesting. In, not even in the touch-ups. Okay. Um, can I, could Sir Will do maybe just an intelligence check to try to analyze why these hash marks would be evenly spaced along what they might mean or be for? Um, you can roll a survival or knowledge geography. Uh, I can do survival. I, can, I, I do. A few of us can do too. that. I can do geography. It's all real independent survivals. Yes, that is the best thing to do. Twenty-one for Baron. Six. Uh, nothing for Sirwell. Nothing for Jelly either. So Baron survival was the check, not geography. Right. You're just looking. You're looking at this, trying to place it, trying to piece everything together, and you realize that this is probably some sort of compass. Right. So, Baron, now that you know that this is a compass and you're figuring it all out and which way is north, which way is east, which way is west, you see that the gradations along each line are representative of distance. Right. Mm. So, in terms of the two that you don't know about, and and you can, this makes sense because you've been to 
uh, you know, Adiromi's Chapel. So if you figure that that one, that one looks to be 20 miles north northeast of here, mm-hmm. you've been there. Jograthir's uh, cave is 24 miles east northeast of here. So the two that you still need to go to is the one that's connected to Rosag, which appears to be 10 miles south-southwest of the Dark Passage. Hmm. So when you guys came to that crossroads with the Veds, right. there was a portion going south-east hmm. and a portion going due south. Odds are one of them may lead you that way, but you don't know what side the dark passage is going to leave you out. And on. those are both normal size passages. It's not the tiny yep. one. We, okay. And then the one with the swamp, the one connected to Mimrith the Maker, that one is east southeast, approximately twenty five miles from these caves. Oh, wow. So odds are, before you even got to those main gates where you fought the Etten and the Smilodons and the Hill Giant. You had options to continue going south, and that's where, somewhere in that direction. Huh. So you have you have two locations left to go to that are on complete opposite ends of the valley. Oh, man. <laughs> I've been wondering if the adventure ideally intends you to come here first mm. and seek out all these locations from here. Yeah, and we just happened across like two of them. I would say. I would love to hear about more people's journeys through this. I don't want you guys reading it until we finish the book, but I, I, I would say that almost everybody goes a completely different way. There's just so you saw how many options. Like, how many times did I say, "All right, you, from here you can go north, south"? Or there's a tiny passage to the east. And there's yeah. a lot of times you just skipped over stuff or, or made decisions to go another way. It would require a GM to really force you in one direction or another, which you did not do. No, nope. but it does make me think of something Skid just said, which is. Um, Perhaps we could set this up like a bat cave, like Bruce Wayne style. Maybe it could be like no, it could be our base of operations. Yeah. Now that we're in the valley and not right next to a chapel on the side of a tent with a hook or with a nail on the ground. Maybe we could. Where where is everyone else right now? They're back at the right chapel. Yeah, the, they're right. The they're right outside the entrance. Um, might be safer. Could if I we clear it out? Could I do a, a knowledge religion to try to understand why exact? Because this seems to me like a religious thing. In the sense of it's tied to Minderhall and the lighting of the forge, can I do a check to determine exactly like what these the primitive cave drawings that came to life like are they protectors of this place specifically, and would it stand to reason that giants don't come here for that reason, or or maybe or was it just because we're small folk that we triggered those things to come off the wall? Yeah, you can absolutely roll knowledge religion for that. Okay. Come on, Will. Here we nice. go. Twenty. That's exactly what you think. Look at this. That, <laughs> that, they, that giants that can... they would attack any creatures entering this cavern, um, including giants. Oh. So it could be a bad cave. You think they would that, not yeah, be in here. Looking, they... looking at how these paintings are ancient uh, representations of what you know them to look, look like now, that whoever first made the Dark Passage left these paintings here and hmm. imbued them with a protecting power. What also stands to reason that Atena is in like, oh, like a lone guardian of an ancient religion, right. so it, this is falling out of favor. And clearly. she's talked about how there was a there was a time when Minderhall's Valley flourished, where when Minderhall's minions and followers came here, and it was it was a, a place to be revered. And now it's gone to shit, and Earthash is trying to bring it back again. Now, was it a place that was based upon the? This is a home base for our conquering of the world around us like was that Minderhall's thing or was it like this is a place of our own that we're, that where we are a garden of eden of sorts for giants at a certain point in history mecca for giants yeah like a mecca yeah. for giants where like the the idea is not was not to take over the world like it, is, it seems to be happening now well yes and no i mean what skid said is right a mecca for giants a mecca a mecca for following followers of minderhall but minderhall is a, very much about you know, giant supremacy. So it really depended on who the preachers were, who the priests were. Like, if it was a priest who was out for world domination, like right. Earthash, then people would, then they would he go said in one direction. That Minderhall was about world domination. Right. right. If it was just about, you know, 
long live giants, then maybe it would just be a place to celebrate giant culture. I have a question. Does it remember when we were in the cave with the uh, the mongrel cave giant that Della disarmed? Was we got some indication that this has been here a long time, but has recently been re-excavated? Uh-huh. Um, how does that line up with a? Does it feel the same way here and sort of down that passage that Nestor went? Or does it seem like maybe they stopped here with the re-excavation? And how does that line up with the retouching of the paintings? Like, does it seem like, and how was that able to happen if the paintings are supposed to guard anyone who comes in here? Right, right, right. Who's been retouching things up? Who's been, you know, cleaning the passage again? Um, What do you think? Um... I mean, I we 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 knew that what's what's his face? The guy we disarmed and dropped in the water. Hurrah! 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 We knew he wasn't that intelligent. That right. might be metagaming a little bit, but mm. it's rude. <laughs> I just don't know. Like he doesn't seem like the kind. To, I mean, maybe he's just a guardian. Or well, well, let's just take it logically. There has to be. What are the options? Either it's someone who is able to hide from the paintings, or it's someone that is able that the paintings don't attack for some reason. Right. I wonder. If it's Farron, if she ever came out here, because we figured it out from Atena, and this is like going back to the only people who know or care about either her or someone Urethash works works for Urethash. I mean, did she maybe s- not Farron, but maybe another one, somebody like Farron who is an, like a secret acolyte of Atena's? Right. And also think about what you know. What you know from the minute you entered Minderhall's Valley, there were rejected conscripts. There were people that make it to be uh, you know, accepted into the army and there are people that are turned away and so what? who are these people? Why aren't they down in the giant village celebrating with their families? Why aren't they in the fighting pits so these, or being sworn in in the cathedral? These are, are the untouchables possibly quite possibly Nesta. As, as Della said that one wasn't, didn't seem to be super intelligent maybe they're given this task uh, to kind of, they're mongrels. Keep them out of the so the good ones. Here's the other thing I've been thinking about, which is that if Urothash is seeking to relight the forge, then it stands to reason that he knows at least some of the stuff that we know from uh, the woman. I forget her name. The Oracle, Atena. Atena. So he. Doesn't it stand to reason that he's on the exact same path as us? Like, he's doing all of these, like, preaching things at night. But during the day, don't you think he's puzzling out, trying to find these places to bring together these things? So, like, could it be him that that comes in here and is, like, trying to clean the paintings and figure it out, but he hasn't figured it out yet? I doubt it. I mean, it's not – it doesn't seem, like, that difficult. Yeah, especially with, like, the tripod. Like, you think he would put that in there. There's three indentations in the floor. I mean, maybe it's just disregard. Maybe he, he did, you know, we, he's not a follower of Minderhall like Atena was, and they have some sort of rivalry. So either maybe he, maybe he doesn't care, or maybe he's it's part of that waiting for Atena or maybe to he die. Does, or yeah, or maybe he doesn't know, and Atena's not telling him this right. information about uh, this map. Some degree of clarity, I think we could gain, if any of us is equipped with a skill whatsoever to remove the retouching from these paintings. Is there a way to do that, Troy? Oh, God, that's complicated. <clears throat> craft craft alchemy do, or something? If anyone has the spell erase, you could probably do it. Um, otherwise, where's Pembroke when you do? You need some alchemical paint thinner. We know exactly where Pembroke is. He, we could uh, go and get him and bring him here. Della knows he doesn't have a race, but he might be good. He might be useful in the knowledge checks. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, at night, just get a broom, fly right to the Dark Passage. Yeah. He's right outside. He's not far. They're not on the roof anymore. He's just a couple miles away at this point. Yeah. Well, no, I know that. A couple no, miles. Not even. Like there, we didn't we set up camp like right outside the entrance the, of the cave. Of the, no, of the cathedral. They're right outside. No, they're, they're, right like by, they're right by the cathedral. By yeah. the oh, I thought it was in the, the wall. I thought it was in the, they're on, the cliff on, wall. on the other side of the, the cliff wall. wall behind, like right behind the cathedral. The Oculus oh. tent. And then we went Is out. Is that the that poop far shoot. from the cave? Yeah, it's it's miles. Oh, I didn't. Know. We'd have to go through. It would be a. We'd have to go back through the. Well, we'd also have to go back through the family. Plus, when you entered the, the dark family. passage, you walked for at least a mile. Right. I mean, in the dark passage. If we wanted to do it, I mean, Della could get out and fly and get him. Sure, he can fly back too. But then we'd have shoot. We they could trade places or something. They have. No, they'd have no protector. One thing you do know, really cool, is I, that depending on which direction you go, you have to go eventually the complete other way. Yeah. To get to the other thing, so you're going to have 
time. It's just a matter like now with this information that you have, where do you go? Right. I guess it stands to reason that we don't really need anything else more specific right. in this room right yeah, now. Yeah, I mean, right? we kind of know where to go. We know the locations but we, we also, need. I mean, we know there's something else to this tripod. We know, we, we know the locations generally. But I say... Like, Pembroke is definitely going to be interested in looking at this. Sure. But we don't have to do it now. We could I think we should clear out the cave and see if we can figure out any other items that might yeah. make sense here. Uh, and hopefully we don't die doing it after yeah, resting. Yeah, we definitely have to rest. <laughs> I mean, I think we could probably rest in this room. Um, can we explore a little bit down the, the hall that Nestor had started down just to see if there's any danger? Because it might be better to rest kind of around there. And maybe have a watch that just like quietly watches this room all night, a rotating watch to see if anybody comes in to like touch up a painting. I mean, they would obviously recognize that the creatures were all gone, the paintings of the creatures. I also recommend we take the tripod with us. Sure. Why not? Um, I mean, does that sound reasonable, Troy, or are we way off base here? No, that's totally reasonable. Uh, So, yeah, if you go back the way Nestor went... Um, well, this will be our first time entering. Sure, yeah. So, so what's the plan to just go a few hundred feet in, or just yeah, start yeah, walking yeah, yeah. along? Exactly. Just, just. I mean, literally, like fifty or sixty feet, like just to make sure everything's safe that way for a little. And then, you know, Nestor or Della, if they wanted to scout ahead a little further to make sure that there was no danger coming, and then set yeah. up camp there. I could go invisible and bring the tripod there. with us, and then do a watch where we keep an eye on the room with the the, the paintings. Okay, uh, who wants to? Go a couple people. Do you want all of me, you? you want Della just to go invisible and scout up ahead alone? Yeah. Okay, Della will do it. All right, Della, you go invisible and you just start scouting up ahead until you see something different. Yeah. Roll stealth check. Well, you're invisible, I'm invisible. so you're gonna get like a plus, plus twenty. Plus twenty. Uh, I, so you you walk maybe three or four hundred feet, and you see that the cavern splits, and it goes back the way that you the direction that you were. Okay. And then forward, deeper into the cavern. And if you remember back a couple episodes, when you guys, before you decided to go the way that Baron felt a little thing, there were multiple directions. So you figure that one is going to lead back that way, but there might be other caverns that way and whatnot as well. Because when you first walked in, you had three choices. And right. you felt up top, you felt north, you felt south, nothing, nothing. You felt something forward, you went forward. That's where you fought Hurag. And then from there, you ended up at this cave. So there's one passage, one path that goes back the way you were coming, and there's one that goes forward. Um, I mean, what? How do? How am I on time? Do I have to recast and and? How long is invisibility? Mm-hmm. Seven one minute per level. Yeah. One minute per level. Yeah. So it's been yeah, you're, eight minutes. You're visible. All right. So, well, but you don't sense any danger. I don't sense it. All right. I'll come. I'll come back and report that. Yeah, because if you're stealthing, you're moving at half speed that whole way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, you would think that if, it, unless anyone else came into this cavern, this is probably the safest place as any. And what Sir Will determined is that these guardians were here and it kept even the giants out. So right. this is as safe a place as any. So I think we're probably okay. Yeah. So, so let's do it. Let's set up a camp in this little ca- cave here and then keep an eye on this room. Because okay. we can take turns, see if anybody comes in throughout the night. And then finish... <clears throat> Finish exploring after we rest up? Yeah. yeah. Okay. We can go the way that Della just went. Sure. I'm down with that. Everybody. Sounds good. All right. Rest up. Get some HP. All right. Burn some Cure Light spells if you haven't already. Yeah, burn <laughs> all the all, 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 all them yeah. spells. Um, well, I'm going to immediately cast Cure Light Wounds on myself twice. <laughs> Did you remember you used one on uh, Nestor? Does that count? He's saying the next morning. The next morning. Oh, the next no, morning. I'm, no, I'm all out of it. Oh, that's the only one I could use the last day. Um, you know what I could do is I will give the belt to Della or Nestor, but I was thinking Della, because literally just having that belt will make you heal more overnight. Oh, yeah. No. That's true. Because of the bonus to Constitution. Yeah. So you can take the belt. Sleep and, on the belt. Yeah. Sleep in the belt. And, you know, you can keep it for the next day. I mean, I think it's a temporary bonus for 24 hours, so you have to wear it. You want to take it for the next 24 hours? Uh, it actually wouldn't sure. take effect until 24 hours. The next Well, it's rest. a temporary it's bonus. It's a temporary bonus. So you do get the bonus. Yeah. But I, I'm not 
the, I'm very unclear on the the reason why works. they put it in. I think I've read it before is so that people just don't swap right away. Yeah, like they want you to wear it 24 hours before you get that bonus to your constitution. Is it the same as? But the you headband? still have the bonus. You though. definitely get the bonus the second you put the it on. You put but it there's on, something the about the lack of permanence to it, where like some right. spells can take it away or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Like I, it's complicated, and I don't. I have to look it up. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. Someone will tell us. <laughs> um, how about? Uh, so is that cool? You know, Sir Will will be like, Della, this should help you heal more overnight. Um, well, I'm, I'm fine. Della's going to suggest that Nestor wears it because she can always heal herself, but Nestor cannot. Okay. So it's plus four. Right? Plus four to constitution. Additional two points. Right. Excellent. Thank you. I'm going to burn off my cure lights on myself. Yeah, I'm going to use one of them. As you guys are resting, is anybody talking about anything? Like, anybody talking about these near-death experiences? Like, is there... Oh, what's, what's happening? My, hip, what's my hit points just went to 39 from 57. That belt is really, really, really good. It's all right, though. It's all right. I, uh, oh, I would rather Nesta have it. Um, yeah, what, what was happening emotionally, like, with this near-death experience? You've been kind of cruising for a while. What, what what happens now? I mean, I think it exposes a tactical weakness, right? Like if we can't, if Nestor if if Nestor can't get at range, we are pretty squishy. Yeah, if yeah. if ne- if Nestor gets blindsided in the first round, you know. So it's, uh, I mean, that's why it's always important to to scout ahead and everything. But in this situation, it was we never thought those things were going to come off the wall, right? No, but I think I think that is right. I think that 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 is the primary tactical weakness of this group as it is currently comprised and as such I think that the number one priority at all times should be the preservation of my life (laughs) for everyone here so Baron definitely it's not just being a man of law and order it's why he helps save Nestor's life it's because he knows that he has a ledger that is unbalanced and a grudge that is un- uh, revisited, and if he had let Nestor die in this cave at this juncture, without that being resolved, I think he would have haunted the group for the rest of their lives. Yeah, you're right. That's completely true. I would haunt you forever. <laughs> I'd make it my business. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I, I think Della was. She's, I don't think she's shaken. I mean, she's seen rough combats before. She's almost. She didn't go unconscious, but she's been. She was pretty hurt. Um. But we were on. We were we were cocky about how we walked into the room. We split up. We we, we, yeah. we treated it like it was completely safe. So it's just, I think another reminder to just yeah, we got. I think aware. we all we just we got punched in the mouth like we've been yeah. kind of waltzing for a while and now um yeah we got uh, we got uh, taken down a peg or two reminded that we are not necessarily the most powerful creatures in all of uh, creation. <laughs> that that is certainly true. Mm. Uh, okay, so a rotation on, on watch? Sound about right? Yeah, I mean, I need to do a full eight hours for spell purposes. Yeah, listen, now I'll take the, Right, yeah, so I'll, I'll take any watches. I'll necessary. take the first watch. Um, Don't mind that at all. All right, I'll take the second watch. Excellent. I'll, I'll take the third. <laughs> oh, thanks, Troy. <laughs> that was, Party uh, died that was on another the third cave giant. <laughs> oh, oh, hey. oh, your guy! Oh, Roll for initiative. <laughs> <laughs> if this was the uh, who said the, who the comedy who said cartoon that? version of this, yeah. I'll take the third. All right, he'll take the third. What? <laughs> was that you? No. Was that you? No. Was that you? Um, I'm going to take a lot. All for too. one. Oh, and also there is one thing that I've been thinking about that's been troubling me. Uh, what is it? What do you think it is that um, little green pill that you found back in that tent? We never did find out what that was. Yeah, oh. he sort of like reaches in. At what this little pouch, green pill? Pulls it oh, out. Did, was, it, was that a secret? Did, 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 did anybody know about that, Troy? I can't remember. Della did not. No, no. You just put it in your pocket, so. Yeah, nobody knew Unless about it. Unless you talked about it, Sir Will. Well, I've gone through your things at night when you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> also, not surprised. And I noticed that. Like, it seemed out of place. Is that, uh, it's Tylenol. <laughs> where'd, you, where'd you find it? He pulls it out. He's like, I, I'd nearly forgotten this. It was from the tent, the tent of the alchemist. Which woman? The Oculus. You've been hiding the it. Oculus. You've been hiding it all this time. Oh, I had, I had forgotten about it. I'm not sure what it is. Can I spellcraft it? We, I can't remember what we. You, you, you couldn't because you lost your powers, right? That's why we didn't know. Correct. Correct. Yeah. 
spellcrafty, spellcrafty? Or is it a craft alchemy? Uh, no, you can... Uh, I think it might be craft alchemy. Let me just make sure. Detect magic. Joe, that extra heal I gave you was my next day's heal. I thought we had already rested, so... Yeah, roll a spellcraft, Matthew. 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 Crystal Matthew. 21. 21. It is a volatile vaporizer. That sounds exciting. <laughs> what? What's that? What? This lime green pill is inedible, but turns a potion into a cloud of mist that can be shared by multiple creatures. Oh! oh. Damn it, that cure moderate. Oh. When, placed in, yeah. when placed inside a potion flask... Or the restoration. The potion bubbles and oh, froths yeah. itself into a pungent 10-foot radius cloud. Or we could have... With one restoration spell, we could have all, been, we we could have all been okay. We could have all been fine. Any creature so within the, the cloud, when it appears, gains the full effect of the potion. It has no effect on creatures that can't breathe, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you can resist it if you want. Uh, using the pill destroys it and the potion. Oh, Each that's pill so can cool. only be used uh, on potions of a particular spell level. Uh, using it on a potion of a different spell level has no effect. Oh, so d- oh. what's the spell level? Second. Oh. So not restoration. Well, so not not restoration, restoration, but cure moderate. 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 I, I have a cure moderate if we want to. Uh, the vaporizer also absolutely. Just the vaporizer also works on alchemical infusions, but not mutagens, extracts, or magical. Oils. Oh, that is such a cool item! I think we should use it. Let's yeah. use so you it. could pop it in one of Baron's beers and then give you all the, the beer powers. <laughs> yeah. so, I, say, I say we use it. Yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. So mediums two d eight. I mean, if we find something tomorrow. If we come up against something tomorrow... <laughs> yeah, this will give us much more confidence. Yeah, and we're in yeah. terrible conditions. Let's do it. All right, so... So we all roll for a cure moderate? No, they yeah. so, I think it only I gets think rolled once, yeah, right? gets, One person, one person one rolls. One person rolls. Uh, you know what? For Just for fun's sake, we'll do exploding die. Nice! Yeah, cool. I, thought, I thought you were going to say, for so fun's sake, we'll make Joe roll it. <laughs> That's nope. not fun at all. Nope. nope. <laughs> Grant's, Grant's rolling. 2d8 plus... 2d8 plus 3. Plus 3. three. Oh, that's a two. Come, Come on, Grant. Grant. Come on. Oh. Oh, three. No. God. <laughs> Everyone gets eight points. <laughs> Everybody gets eight points of healing. Oh, oh man. And Lexington. Oh, oh, oh man. Oh, and I'm low. Don't forget ums. <laughs> yeah, that was worth. Uh, I don't feel much. Better. Three thousand gold. Uh, I was gonna say was that really? pill must be yeah. so expensive. Yeah, <laughs> I, I literally. You when can get it for first, second, or third level spells. The third level spells thirty eight hundred. I mean, to me, that's one of those things when you're flush on cash in a town, buy a couple volatile vaporizers. I don't know yeah. what, what's in large person. A third level spell. First yeah. level spell, isn't it? Depending on. Yeah, it's first level. Oh, so imagine just boom, everyone gets enlarged with a volatile vapor. Yeah, that's that's. Or you could waste more invisibility. Cure moderate. A potion of invisibility. Everyone goes invisible. Right. I was just thinking that too. You you literally used it on the lamest possible spell. Good job, everyone. We need it. Oh my god, we're not going to survive, Valley. Yeah, that's true. That was like a a poor man's channel. Right. Um, A million dollar channel. (laughs) That basically was a Sir Will channel. A million dollar channel. (laughs) Yeah, that was. Two ones and a D6. No, it was amazing because it felt so good to have group healing. And then I realized we used to be able to do that. Yeah, for for free. Yeah, large person is level one. We could enlarge the entire party. Uh, One potion. That'd be great. But with the lower level one. Yeah, the low level one's buy cheaper. A, it's like buy a level one fifteen hundred gold. What is it? Uh, yeah, one of those is twenty two hundred gold for a cheap one. They were, we, if we're facing like a, like a, an array of giants, it's like pull, like Sir Will pulls out the potion, yeah, just drops just a pill in, smash it, or the just ground. or just walk into Minderhouse Valley. That's right, we're giants. We belong here. Bring us to the fighting pits. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then it wears off like on the walk to the fighting pits. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you guys set up your watches, X, Y, Z. You get a little more healing. Clean off the blood from your sodden clothes. And maybe morning happens. Who knows? You've lost all track of actual time, having not seen the sun in a while. And I believe you wake up with Nestor now entering this day at a minus two to all attacks. Oh, oh no. And Fucking now, Della Fucking and please. Nestor roll a save and everyone else. Oh, oh no. You lay down with dogs. <laughs> Fortitude, right? Yeah. Oh, Fortitude. Aye, 21. Wait, don't forget the you have the belt on? I that, do. That well, buffs it. Yeah, 23. 26. 17 right. for Della. Okay. Uh, come on, Will. Will, come on. 
Uh, that should be all right. 22. All right. What about Lexington? Oh, damn it. And Amlo. Don't forget Amlo. I think dogs should take a minus to the save against sleeves. <laughs> it so good. Should get him a collar. Roll uh, Amlo there, Chris. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, uh, Lexington go. is good, too. Okay. Whew. Man. I hate these fleets, dude. Uh, he gets like a 15. Okay. So you're all infested now, but only Nestor is sick for today, and you're all fine the next day. Oh, so we don't right. suffer the penalties, but we still have it. Right, you still Does, have the, it. The save doesn't... Yeah, right. Okay. Oh, wait, didn't uh, Atena clean them off Adela? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, right. Della yeah, Della yeah, Della we'll, we'll say that Della has been like spending her nights very far away from you guys <laughs> at camp. Uh, so, yeah, Della, you're fine. So Everyone just like else normal. is infested, but Nestor is at a minus two today. Oh, the good thing is, things. tomorrow, you're all fine. Can we go back to that large, ugly woman and get her to do the same thing <laughs> as she did with her, with Della? <laughs> I mean, this is disgusting. Look, you can see them on my skin. Oh, look! Dear look God, that. Nestor, put that away. Have you seen a flea that <laughs> big? Oh, dear God. Oh, dear God. They're in my armor. They lay eggs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what? All right, so now we're going to head two to 300 to 400 feet uh, to that crossroads that Della found. Are we going to bring, uh, we're going to carry the tripod? Yeah, maybe we had it in the bag of holding. Yeah. Let's bring it. a lunch. That bag, I'll tell you. That what is are you talking about, magical wolf bag. man? Get out of here. <laughs> uh, get out of here. All right, so we get to the crossroads. We can either go take the way that goes back the way we came or deeper into the cave. Back from deeper. whence we came or deeper. Deeper. Should we just confirm? Deeper. Should we just confirm that it goes back to where the entrance was? And then, That's the direction. That, yeah, well. Or do we want to? I mean, whichever way we go. Because it could gonna, just be... We, a, could all, we could always circle back that way. It could also yeah. be a tiny little alcove of a room that was behind a wall in that room. Um, Up to you guys. Let's just go deeper. 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 So you guys go deeper. You go about 150 feet, and the passage opens up again. It looks to continue kind of on the direction you're going, and then a much wider passage basically north. Um, so it splits again. It saying. splits again. Yes. Does that correlate with any of the directions of the places we need to go? I know one was south southeast or east southeast. Was anything north? Um, no, both things that you're looking for are both to the south, okay. relative from the painted cave that you were just in before. Um, so it's, it stands to reason we're going in the wrong direction, like wasting time. But ultimately, maybe. you just need to but get out of this cave. Yeah, it's just a matter so of So which getting way, out. getting out, you you have no idea. Yeah, we don't know where this is. I say let's keep going. Yes. Well, there's two ways, right? Yep, you can go. Oh, there are two new ways. You can go ways. like the wide way north or continue down the thin passageway. And I'm saying north and west just for argument's sake, but... It's not exactly it's not precisely exactly precise. Thin passageway because that way we could get the drop on any giant sized creatures. Okay. There are anymore. All right. Is, is there, are there, there any footprints or anything? Uh, roll perception. Or survival? No, oh, survival. Sorry, yeah. Just use that number for survival. 18. Della doesn't do better than that. 18. Uh, you see footprints going uh, to the north. You see footprints going the same way that you're heading and footprints on the path you just came from. So every every which way. So no help. No help. And they're all giant footprints? They are all large creatures. Any beasts? Or are they all like Birds, beasts. feet? Mm. Or, or boots or shoes? Uh, they're not boots and shoes. They are... Barefoot? Uh, yeah, claws? Like some, some, some of the feet have claws on them. I don't some know. Of them have, uh, some of the feet have claws on them. Some of the feet have claws. Some of them are like three-toed. Some are four-toed. Joe, I didn't realize you were such a foot man until right now. That's his jam. Well, things, <laughs> things changed in episode jam. 100. Toe jam. Uh, uh, so it must be dinosaurs. That's the only explanation. Of course. All right, here we go. Continuing on to the north, I guess. Or no, the, the Thin Passage, Troy. Thin Passage. All right, so you're going towards Traditionally, the Thin Passage. Narrow Passage would be the preferred nomenclature. Narrow. Narrow. Not thin. Thank you, Skip. Thin Passage. Oh, my God, Passage, you look so thin. <laughs> what uh, What is everyone uh, doing for a light source? Same thing. Like At this point, Nestor's Potion of Dark Vision is worn off. Moment. Yeah, so I mean, I just imagine having light cast. I'll cast light on whatever you want. Yeah. So let's cast it on the lance. So it's kind of high up in the air. 
Oh, cool. Uh, as as we're trotting along, and it and sheds Nestor, light in thir- 20 Nestor feet can slip all off around. into the darkness if he needs to. Yes. But ah, we're still light. having Nestor lead the party, though, right? Well, tell well, he talk to me about see. party. Oh, right. Yeah. If you're holding the lance up, if you're holding you can the lance up, you can see 30 feet. Well, right. leading the party, you mean, but I'm not scouting ahead, is all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah no, but he'd be good to be at the front for traps. Yeah, I can stand in front, just look for traps. Uh, you can go two by two or one by one, tell me party order. Uh. Well, I'll be at the front. I'll be at the front as well Let's with the lights. Us two together. All right, Nestor and Will up front. You want the two dwarves next? Sure. We'll go Baron and Ums, and then... Della bringing up the rear. Little Dap. Guarding our six. In the back. Uh, guarding your six. We've got a bogey coming in hot. And on my map, you'd be guarding their uh, three. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> who cares? All right, so... Now, do you want to cast anything at night, uh, light-wise, on Nestor, or you want to, Nestor? You want the ability to sneak yeah, into the shadows and take the missed chances. Yeah. God forbid anything happens. Yeah. Desna forbid. All right, you, you're skulking along. Um, Nestor and Will roll a stealth check. God <laughs> damn it! I, what? Good one. Good one. Uh, Twenty-six. Jesus. Ooh, eighteen. Okay. Go a hundred feet in. 200 feet. Three. It's winding. Now you've lost all sense of direction. You don't know if you're going north, south, east, or west. But there is only one passage that you're following 400 feet, 500 feet, 600 600 feet. And eventually you see that this meandering passage widens up ahead into what looks like another natural cavern. And you can see columns formed from grayish-white calcite Mm. up ahead. The air feels damp and you can see moisture collecting on the walls around you that are just forming small puddles near your feet. And you can hear bats, bats. (laughs) <laughs> bat swarms. I know the sound of a bat when I hear a sound of a bat. And that's what uh, Hurag was hanging up in the couple episodes ago, right? Yes, right. Keeping so tally of. Uh, you had a bunch of, bunch dead, of bats dead bats on a string, no less. Well, um, I'm going to do a just perception check right quick before we go any further and just generally uh 27 uh 31 if it's a trap um so you don't see any traps in front of you that cavern itself is still probably about 40 feet away but you do not detect any traps in your vicinity at all you also do not detect any life but what did you roll for perception 27 27 while you don't detect traps you do hear footsteps behind you Oh, oh no! Come on! And you hear. <laughs> oh and anyone who understands giant knows that that's gibberish. Knows that that is just pure gibberish. Here's the words: Hurag, come, Grumchog, intruders! Oh no! God. See you next week. No. Oh, <laughs> One time I'm not in the back. The Glass Cannon Podcast is a powerhouse and Tate production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. In the 1970s, John Todd burst onto the evangelical scene with a shocking tale. He claimed to be a former witch involved in a then unheard of secret organization called the Illuminati and urged Christians to prepare for a violent world takeover. 
First of all, the number one weapon in everybody's home should be a 12-gauge pump shotgun. Hear the amazing story of one of the originators of the modern-day conspiracy theory. From Magnificent Noise and Sony Music Entertainment, this is Cover Up, The Conspiracy Tapes. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.